Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to the new podcast from Southern Living, Ask Grumpy. One of my foremost goals as a grumpy gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. I'm here with my co-host, Nella McGuff. Hi, Nella. Hi, Grumpy. How's it going? I am so happy that it is Saturday. Yes, because you're talking to me, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, this is a question that I guess people still don't know, but seems easy to me. Why are some plants called annuals and others called perennials? Well, a lot of people who aren't gardeners would have this question. They would go off to the garden center and they would see things. Here's our section of annuals. Here's our section of perennials. What's the difference? It's real simple. An annual is a plant that completes its entire life cycle in one growing season. So it germinates from seed. It grows into a plant. If it's a flowering plant, it makes a flower. The flower makes a seed. Then at the end of the growing season, it drops all the seed to the ground, and then that plant dies. And the next year comes back from the seeds that it dropped. A perennial is a plant that in your area comes back year after year. Now, you have to take into account where you live because a lot of things, whether they're perennial or not, depends on how cold it gets in the winter. Some things that are perennial, let's say down in South Alabama, are going to be killed immediately by the first freeze that you would get up in Tennessee or Kentucky. We call them tender perennials. You can grow them from year to year if they're not winter hardy in your area by just potting them up and then bringing them inside for the winter. But an annual completes its life cycle no matter what you do in one year, and then it just dies. So you have to buy new ones the next year. And so you probably would want to use those sporadically to color up your garden or something with annuals. Yeah, I mean, the thing about annuals is the reason that they're popular is because when you buy them, they're usually in bloom, and they'll be in bloom every single day from spring all the way through the fall till they get killed by that frost, Mm -hmm. okay? Perennials, some of them bloom continuously, but most of them bloom in waves. They'll bloom some, and then they'll have a little rest period, and then they'll bloom again, have a little rest period, bloom again, have a little rest period. Mm -hmm. So. That's the difference between them. And that's why you kind of like want to blend both of them in your garden because during the downtime for your perennials, you're going to get lots of color from your annuals. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Everything I say makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Of course. Why am I even asking? I do not know. I know. You would think I'd know after all these years. Yes, you would. Create the perfect outdoor living space for your lifestyle with Southern Living Plants. Southern Living Plants bloom bigger for longer and offer foliage as stunning and healthy as the flowers. They grow more compactly so they fit your outdoor spaces. 
and you can prune less and enjoy more. Dig the good life with Southern Living Plants. View my favorites at plantsbymail.com forward slash Grumpy's Garden and enter Grumpy for an exclusive Grumpy Gardener listener discount. Hey, Grumpy. Hi. Listen, what is our tip of the weekend? Okay. One of the big problems that I hear from people just talking to them or sending me emails and stuff like that is they find that they can't grow any of their favorite plants in their garden because they have herds of deer. And every time they put one of these plants out, they come out the next morning and it's chewed off at the ground. And they get very frustrated, you know, and it's funny. I can drive around through the country, the neighborhoods, different places, and I can always tell when they have a deer problem because they almost never have any flowers <laughs> planted because the deer eat them all. So there's not very much color going on. So I'm just going to give you a warning here about some of your favorite plants that are going to be a problem if you have deer. Number one are roses. Deer love roses. Now, you wouldn't think that would be so because roses are thorny. Why would something want to bite and swallow something that's thorny? I have no idea what goes on in a deer's mind, but they don't care. They will chew your roses down to the ground. Another are hydrangeas. We all love the hydrangeas, you know, with the blue and pink and the white flowers. Well, deer love them just as much as you. So that's another one you're going to have to watch out for. You can't really grow hostas. They love hostas. Hostas are deer dessert. They will eat an entire bed in one night, okay? Fourth, you can't grow daylilies. They love daylilies. Did you know that the flower buds of daylilies are edible for people? No, I did not Oh, know. yeah, they can be stir-fried. Oh, wow. I've had them. They're good. But guess what? Deer love daily stir-fry, too. So they'll eat all the blooms off. They'll eat the stems. They'll eat the leaves. You can't have that. And then there's a couple of evergreens that you really can't have. They love Japanese yews. They're evergreens. People plant them around their houses. They love arborvitaes, which people plant around their houses for screening. And they also love Leyland cypress, which is used as a fast-growing screening plant. And the funny thing is, when it comes to Leyland cypress and arborvitae, these grow really tall. I mean, they'll go 20, 30 feet tall. The deer will only eat as far as they can reach. So they'll be eaten down to the trunk for about eight feet. And they'll be naked down there. Then the top is going on growing. So it's really a funny look. Okay. So that are some plants that are going to be problematic if you have deer. Okay. Other than planting something different, because those are some favorites of all of ours. What can we do to prevent the deer? Okay. My brother has a deer problem where he lives, and he likes to plant hydrangeas. What he does is he puts a wire cage. It's got to be a pretty tall wire cage, and it's about five foot tall. So it keeps the deer from eating them all the way down to the ground. But that's kind of a problem because it doesn't look all that great. <laughs> all your plants behind cages, cage plants. So the best solution, if you want these plants and you don't want them to be eaten to the ground, you apply a commercial deer repellent. And this is a spray. You add it to water. 
You can use it with a tank sprayer if you've got a lot of plants. And usually it's a mixture of ingredients that deer hate. For instance, it has egg yolks in it. They hate egg yolks. It will have a lot of aromatic oils from herbs. They hate rosemary and thyme and all these other things. They just hate that. I'm going to tell you three easy-to-find ones. They're very effective. One is called Deer Out. There's another one that's called Bobex. This is B-O-B-B-E-X. And there's another one called Liquid Fence. These contain a neutral oil in them so that they don't wash off if you get a rain. But some of them will last several weeks. You just spray them on the plants that the deer are going to eat. I will warn you, the first day after you do that, your garden's not going to smell so good. (laughs) They do have an odor. But the odor for us goes away. It doesn't go away for the deer, and it doesn't go away from the taste buds of the deer. And it does a good job of keeping them away from plants that otherwise you wouldn't be able to grow. Okay, so what if you planted some rosemary? You had spoken about rosemary on one of our shows. Could you plant rosemary around those deer-loving plants? Yeah, deer do not like anything with aromatic oils in them. Anything that has either what we consider a good smell, like a lot of herbs like thyme and rosemary and things like that, Herbs are great if you have deer because there's very few herbs that they'll even touch. But if you surround them like you have a hosta bed or something and you surround it with a hedge of rosemary, it might deter them. But on the other hand, they might just hop over the hedge and eat all your hostas and hop right on back. So I'm not going to give you a guarantee on that. Yeah, I was thinking that. They would just step right over the rosemary. Okay, that is a great tip, Steve. Well, I hope it's provided some hope out there for you hosta, daylily, and rose lovers. The poor deer. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'd love your feedback. Be sure to use words like brilliant, wonderful, and life-changing as often as possible. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can also find us online at southernliving.com forward slash Ask Grumpy.